Scotty Scheffler you is the worst. What would be? I have seen it. I saw the same one. But it's not like Woodstock. I think you have. No, it's like last week. It's an 80s I love it. Scheffler does the Texas two-step when he takes a swing. Hey, welcome back to the Unrestricted, folks. I'm Vex. That's our seed, the bulldog. We got Bob spinning the ones and twos and Walter Pasacrita. Good morning, Wally. <laughs> spinning the ones and twos. He's a, yeah. a audio assimilator. Which yeah. one of us is Rudy? Which one of us is <laughs> Salami? <laughs> and we're off. Uh, good morning, or in, boys. Or in, this, in this case, what would be what would be the typical Jewish food? Uh, pastrami and rye or brisket. No. What, what's, that, what's that soft, spreadable stuff? Cream cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's like brown. It's like grayish color. What, what is that stuff? I, I have you, no idea. I what feel like you're thinking that. hummus, but it's not exclusively no, hummus. a Jewish. That's not a Jewish thing. No, hummus is not Jewish, no. no. Uh, hummus is more Italian than it is Jewish because they're chickpeas. I, I would think Greek, Wally. Wrong. Greek, Mediterranean? It's Mediterranean. Okay. For sure. oh, it's close to Italian, isn't it? It's a lot closer to Israel. Yeah. <laughs> it is the Jewish holidays. Hey, speaking of Jewish holidays, River City Refuels. Just, that ended. River City Refuels. Well, speaking of food, actually, uh, have you ever, when was the last time you bought something from a vending machine? When I was nine. Do they have hummus? <laughs> They should have hummus in a vending machine. Well, you know, hard to they keep could. It cool. They they just might. This is a local guy here. River City Refuels is a vending machine company. They come into your business and then drop off a vending machine for you and your employees to enjoy, to to love, to hold. That's what they do. So maybe you maybe you used to buy the you know your baby Ruth bar out of the vending machine. But yeah, but now it's been all upgraded. It's healthy food. It's stuff that your employees want that you want. It's a total cashless system. They stock it. You don't have to. You got nothing to do. All you do is just enjoy. Office buildings, apartment complexes, hotels, gas stations, wherever. Uh, they'll uh, take care of it for all for you. It's two one zero six three zero five nine seven three two one zero six three. Oh five nine seven three. It's River City Refuels. I think Richie's going to get one put in his house, isn't he? I think so. Your yeah. bagels and cream cheese are on A four. We're in a vending machine, <laughs> sponsored by vending machines. I just realized there that. it is. Good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Offending. All right, and quickly, because we got a lot to get through today. All right, I mean, let's go. Sports world kind Quick of blew and up. concise. Um, Where are we going? Uh, first, Dallas Cowboys defense. They're good. Still good, even without Trayvon Diggs. Great bounce back after an embarrassment against the Cardinals, right? Yep. Yep. I'm with you. Still have problems in the red zone? Sure do. Yes. Okay. One, one out of four against the Patriots. Are, one out of four. Is there a move out there that you could see happening? I mean, earlier in the season, I think people thought the Buccaneers were going to be bad and that Mike Evans was going to become available. I don't know. Is, it, is, is there a guy out there that you think could change um, well, what do you want? Do you want a wide receiver or do you want a running back? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because Pollard, as good as he is between the 20s, seems like he's just not big enough to, to, to hammer down once he's inside the 10. Marion Barber, is he still alive? No, he, yeah, yeah, right? he, he passed perfect. away. He did pass away? Yeah, mental. Oh, that's right. He's real. He'd be perfect, by the way. He'd, he'd the be a great brain. answer. I think it's more execution. Is it? Yeah. I think that they can move the ball all day long between the 20s, and they get inside the 20s, and something happens to the minds, the offensive minds. Look how easy it was for them. They scored from the 20-yard line. Right. Which doesn't... They which scored from the 21. for them doesn't, doesn't count. Doesn't count as a red zone touchdown. But it, that's where that's where they're dangerous, so... I think they have to be really aggressive once they get close, not necessarily from the 10, but once they're in the around 20, then go for it and go for the touchdown because that's where they're, that's where they're lethal. You know, for years, the Chiefs have never had a real threat at wide receiver like an out, on the outside. There's no Plexico Burris. There's no Michael Irvin who you can just throw the ball up to and go get it. That's not how Mahomes and, and the Chiefs have gotten it done in the red zone. The way they've gotten it done is – Shiftiness. I mean, really tricky plays 
inside the 10-yard line, and, of course, the tight end, Travis Kelsey. And I think I, uh, Ferguson has got to start being uh, a factor for the Cowboys. I agree. I, I, don't, I haven't been impressed with him. Uh, I'd rather, again, I've said this 100 times, but I'd rather have Dalton Schultz as my, my tight end. But I, I agree with you. Uh, they need to do a little bit more deception. You see what the, what the, what the Chiefs do. They, they do. they make regular plays, but they give you a whole bunch of different eye candy to look at before uh, the handoff, and so you're not really sure what they're going to do, but in the end, it's it's a basic handoff. So I thought the Cowboys put on a pretty good flex on Sunday. thought the Longhorns put on a great flex on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Did you walk away from that game more impressed with the Longhorns? Um, or was it a big nothing burger for you? I think it's more impress- impressive because they put two games together. Yeah. The first half... They didn't look great. They weren't in sync. But then again, Kansas's defense was pretty good. Then Kansas's defense gets tired, and what they put up 661 yards of offense. Yeah, and the running game looked outstanding. They're doing what they're supposed to do. I agree. Their defense travels. We got Oklahoma. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be awesome. I'm not sure how... Uh, how good Kansas was going into that. I know they were ranked what twenty fourth, twenty fifth, whatever it was. Yes. They may have been over. They may have been you know overrated a little bit. Uh, so let's let's see what Texas does with Oklahoma. And and right. and, and on the polls, there's some respect. Ten first place votes in the AP top twenty five. They should they the should be getting them. Yeah. They should be getting them right when Georgia has a week that's less than impressive. Texas ought to garner some more votes. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe the there's River. just not a great team in college football. Is that possible? Yeah, I, it's possible, I, but I'm not ruling out that Texas is one. I'm telling you, I I, I think this is a national championship type team. I mean, I really they do. they have the potential. But remember what Georgia did last year? They had this same hiccup where they looked bad and came back against Mizzou last year. You know, they rolled it the rest of the season. So. I think Georgia is still Georgia. Remember last week's show? I told y'all if you were ever going to skip an NFL Sunday, this was the one to skip. And it turned out it was it was kind of a bunch of bummers of games. I mean, you had two overtime games, but they were sort of su- surprises. There was The letdown was the Bills and the Dolphins. That was not as good as we thought it was going to be. Um, Red River shootout next weekend, huge for – Sorry, this Red weekend. River rivalry this upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also this upcoming weekend, huge for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh boy, and a huge NFL weekend. Yeah, 49ers. His 49ers. That's a delicious matchup. Bob, you got to be pretty damn thrilled with your squad. They do look like the best in the NFL. I, I, it's and it, it's hands down. It's to me. it's no drama. I mean, it's it's almost boring watching them. Well, it, I'd love to have that problem. Yeah, me too. I mean, it is. I mean, hand, hand it off to McCaffrey. I suppose I would, yeah. Sure. Seven yard, seven yard rushing average, or seven yards on first down is what their average is. It's, and Brock Purdy, 20 for 21. Yeah. yeah. Passing, 20 for 21. It's amazing. It is. They're That's e- an amazing story right there. It really they're, is. They're efficient. They're effective. Their defense is gnarly. They, they don't seem to have a shortcoming. I mean, Debo Samuel went the whole game without a catch. And, and it still didn't the one in a blowout. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Hey, it, it, speaking of the NFL, is it time we start talking about the Houston Texans? Uh, you I can think- talk about it all you want. Uh, CJ Stroud is the real deal. I said that in week one. I said that after watching him in the preseason. He's terrific. The Texans are a pretty a pretty good team. Uh you might you might find them in the playoffs. D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year so far in the NFL. Okay. I'm 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 with that. They play the Falcons. This upcoming weekend, they're going to go to three and two. They're going to beat the Falcons. They should. They should. Yeah, it's a road they game. Absolutely it's should. It's a road game. But honestly, Falcons are not great. Um, coming off of a, a big travel to Europe, so you know what, what Greeny said that's kind of interesting that the Falcons should go all in for Justin Fields. They probably should. They probably should. They should have gone after Lamar Jackson in the offseason. They should have gone. All in on that. But Atlanta screwed that up. Atlanta's not a smart franchise. They make mistakes everywhere. They drafted Kyle Pitts, a tight end. They don't what, use him. Third overall, and they don't use him. Yeah. E- either he's they got not weapons. as good as got, what we thought. Got Bijan, and you're they're good to go there. Yeah. You, you would need think, a quarterback. You mm-hmm. would think. Um, doled out some ass whoopings over the weekend, did the Cowboys. 
your Jets kind of looked pretty good. Better. But the biggest ass-whipping of the weekend, the Euros. Smacking around mm. our American ass. Are we getting off the NFL? Are we done with the NFL? Uh, Unless you got something I, else God, you want to tell you, you brought up the Jets, so let's 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 hit that real quick. Yeah, because you got to be thrilled. You found your starting quarterback. No, he I don't. Ah, so good. Nah. Zach Wilson, what a stud. I don't I don't know if that's the case. I mean, he's he had, had three years. He's had three years. He's had four uh, four series is all he had. Uh, was it was an amazing turnaround though. One of the greatest turnarounds I've ever seen in sports history. Uh, the other night on Sunday Night Football, the Chiefs. They, I mean, he was he was a half away from having his career over. That's yeah. how close it was. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, a quarter. Uh, if he goes through the second quarter and is miserable again, uh, he may get replaced at the half, and then his career is over. And somehow, some way, he turned it around. It was led by the defense. They get the safety, then they get a then they get uh, uh, a touchdown, and away they go, and they're in the game. Unfortunately, though, he has the ball in his hands. Uh, in the with three series to go in the fourth quarter and can't get it done. That game was rigged, man. The NFL just wanted us to take a look at Taylor Swift. She's got a lot to advertise, man. So, but and and here's my question: What's wrong with that? Why is people? Why are people crapping on on Taylor Swift? Why? Okay, I she just, is a money maker. Oh my god. Okay, okay, boy, you just fucking walked into this one. Bring <laughs> right. it, bring it, sister. He loves him some Tay-Tay, moneymaker, but hates him some Deion Sanders. That's a good point. Racist! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. No, no, that's, that's, totally, in, that's totally unacceptable. Absolutely not. <laughs> Why, so, uh, so you got all of these people that are just... Uh, uh, bagging on Taylor Swift. Why does he? Why do we got to see Taylor Swift every single time on the television? Do you understand what she? She's bringing these all these girls and women to the television. The NFL is overjoyed what they've gotten with Taylor Swift. And too bad, tough shit. If you don't like it, yeah, average twenty one million on Sunday Night Football. Highest of the year, Kelsey's jerseys through the roof. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's crazy. The ticket prices for Sunday night's game was it was outrageous. Conversely, NCAA is loving what when Deion Sanders is doing in Colorado. That's right. All right, let's let's and let's be honest. What, what, you want to jump there? Let's be honest with what we saw in the Colorado game. They were never in that freaking game. All right, so it was this crap that oh my God, Colorado was was you know threatened them at no they didn't they were never in that game that was forty one to seventeen at one point in the in the second half that game was over and then they they let up a little bit and Colorado got back into the game and were within a but they still needed to get an onside kick which never happens anymore please stop the nonsense For, you oh know my what God. it reminded me of. The way the USA kind of came back against the Euros. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, they, they were never came, in it. They were never in it. No, of course. They were never um, in it. They were done on 100% Friday. 100% correct. Yes. They were done on Friday morning. Done on Friday foursomes. It's four to zero, and it was over. Foursomes, actually. Yeah. All right, here's, uh, here's my opinion on the Ryder Cup. Oh. All right, I, you, I'm, you, I'm tired of hearing this about. Is shocking, Wally has an opinion. Hey, Zach for, Johnson's a for, you know terrible team manager. They made some poor decisions. No, they didn't. It's that is meaningless. Make a freaking putt for the love of God. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I agree with you. Make it a has, putt. It has nothing to do with Zach Johnson. Absolutely it has not. Nothing to do with who he chose for the team. Nothing to that do. I disagree with. It doesn't. It doesn't. Justin Thomas was a terrible selection. I said it at the time, and it turned out to be true. They should have went. And they should have got Shit. that other guy that played really, really well down the stretch of the season. Justin Thomas was about as good as we had, man. He just couldn't hold up a crappy Jordan Spieth. But here's the real difference, and nobody wants to talk about it. The European team played in the Italian Open. In the weeks leading yep. up to the event. The Americans just were tourists for two weeks. They that's, didn't play. That's right. For five weeks, nine out of the 12 American team players did not play in a single event. You can't be competition ready sitting out for five weeks. Wait, wait. Yeah, but who's good on the American team? Jordan Spieth hasn't played good golf in, in years. Uh, Justin Thomas has, has been a terrible golfer the entire year. 
who's who's the big time American? I mean, Cantlay was uh, was playing well, and he played well. The, who's the big American that that didn't uh, that uh, didn't play well that should have? How about Scotty Scheffler? He's Number been strong. Has he not? Number one in the world. Has Scotty Shuffler played well in the last month and a half of the season? I no. Mean, he's been okay. He's, he's been okay. He's been fine. He was top tenning everything. I mean, he did. was. He's not the best golfer in the world right now, it's and hasn't right. been for for months. He, he fought John Rahm hard as hell on Sunday singles, and they played to a draw. Like I watched it. Scotty Scheffler is no slouch. Scotty Scheffler you is sir, the worst. Or no slouch. I've <laughs> never seen a, a golfer. That poorly, uh, his his. Uh, I mean, when when Scotty hits off the tee, and it was I mean, in his, Willow. His his. <laughs> oh, that's just, my son hates you, by the way. But I Scotty love Scheffler does a, does the the Texas two step when he takes a swing. Yes, he does. He that's has more. He's terrible. He has crazy footwork, and he's also number one in the world with Not, that footwork. I, I guarantee you, it won't sustain. Okay. Much like Jordan Spieth's well, reign at the top did not. You're guaranteeing that Scotty Scheffler, another Texas. I don't know how. I don't know how you can. Uh, how is that going to work? I don't know. I've never seen a golfer swing the club that way and with the, with his feet moving all over the Walter, place. Walter, no one has. No one. It's has. like he's playing on a, on a sheet of ice. Yeah, it's strange. Go we ahead, Bob. we lost that Ryder Cup before. The first ball was teed off. I totally agree. The, yeah. the the home field advantage. They set that course up to hurt the Americans and favor smart. and favor the. That's what you do with home field. Yep. And you're right. Well, wait a minute. How did they do? What, give me an example. What did they do? They the pun- short par fours. And they punished anything that was off to fairways. And and if you look at statistically, we are horrible off to tee into the fairways. We put they put driving accuracy at a premium over driving distance. Oh, and, imagine that. And, yes. They were looking for good golfers, huh? No, no kidding. <laughs> it was like a it was like a, P, a, a PGA championship. Uh, uh, or, no, it's more like a US Open course. Richie, were you were you able to watch? Yes. Yeah. Did you enjoy? Um it was tough because you wake up and they're down 4 0. Yeah. That made it tough. <laughs> and then they say, and no one's ever come back from a deficit like that. I wanted to see more shots of Rome. Uh, that, that was Wait a minute. I'm glad you brought that up. Why was the course so fucking ugly? It was bad. It was ugly. It was like it was like like their ponds were like at the quarry or something. And the houses looked like they were cheap and just made and it look like I'm trying Sonterra or something. It was yeah. rough, man. No disrespect, Sonterra. Next year's Ryder Cup will be, next time it'll be in Israel somewhere just for you. That would be fine. Well, there's not enough show land. show me some beauty? Like, the shots of Rome were not that great. And and there was that one green when I tuned in. There, They have an overhead shot of the green, and right off of it by about 100 yards is this abandoned uh, house. I saw the same one. <laughs> I'm like, but it's what not, the hell? But it's not like 14th century abandoned. No, it's like beautiful. last week. <laughs> yes, it's like just an abandoned warehouse. It's an 80s ranch. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why they chose that place, but it, it did not have any of the cool cachet that you thought would come along with playing in Rome. I expected like pizzerias around the area, you know, a nice Italian restaurant, wine being all poured all over. Didn't see any of this. But it was but a lot but a lot of the stuff outside of golf was very, very intriguing that went on this past weekend. Whether it was uh you know the the uh, the caddies getting involved with the hats and all that kind of that was ver- that was hilarious. And then Rory gets into it with with Joe with, Lacava. The, with Joe Lacava, the caddy was freaking hilarious. And, and it, you know, and you would think, nah, this is all made up bullshit. No, it wasn't. Rory was Rory was pissed. He was steaming. Lacava yes, was. Stepped, he stepped over the line. He did. He, he deserved made a mistake. It. He deserved. He, it. he deserved it. And, and he if, owned it. And if Patrick Cantlay really is demanding that players get paid to be on the Ryder Cup team. Then don't play. Don't play, fuckwad. I got a real simple explanation. I'm with you. you. Yeah. Don't play. If you want to get paid, don't play. It's, we can go find somebody else. And what was the deal? Do it. And, and and I understand he you know, he, he listen, he he said, "Well, I'm not wearing the hats cuz they don't they don't fit." That's no, such a line said, of bullshit. Because then he's he saw... getting married on Monday and he didn't want a tan line. He changed his story twice. Uh, did you hear it, what he just said, Walter? I did hear okay. that and I didn't hear that him say that. That's the but I know he said on NBC, he said uh, I simply put, the hats just don't fit. 
Which is which? When you heard it, it was just such a line of bullshit. Because then on Sunday there was a, a handful of them that didn't wear hats. You're right, and there were. And and to Richard's point, then he made up another Fricata story that he's getting married and didn't want a golfer's tan line on his head. Who gets married on a Monday? That's my question. <laughs> That's my question. Nobody gets married on a Monday. You could afford to stay there for a couple days and have a nice weekend wedding. The Monday after the Ryder Cup is when you scheduled your wedding for? In and, Rome, I guess? And he's on our team. Ay, ay, ay. But seriously, if he doesn't, if he demands to get paid, then just don't play. But, okay, another something, though. Holy God, they could easily pay these players with all the goddamn commercial inventory. Did you notice how hard it was to watch because of the commercials? Yeah. It was, it was awful. I love commercials. Awful. You love commercials. Yeah, that's what them. gets you paid. You wish we had more of them. Absolutely. Alamo City vending is... Uh, oh, though, never mind. Though I think we're... <laughs> That's River City Refuel. My bad. My Let bad. me tell you, he's a local guy. Let me give you the number while we're at it. 630-5973. Call him today. I All really right. think we should sell sponsorships for Wally's Rants. I, that's a great idea. Yeah. I think we should just sell sponsorships. <laughs> period. So Said period. <laughs> All right, that's enough on the I, golf. I, okay. I've, I've, I've so, gotten to the board. So <laughs> golf ends and basketball somehow began right at the same time. The Dame Lillard trade is humongous. I mean, what are your thoughts on it, Richard? Dame to the Bucks? I think they're going to be scary. But I also listened to your guru, Simmons, and he says he can't play defense. No, Damian Lillard is a notoriously bad defensive player. Bad. Not like he's okay. That's what he said. He's bad. He said, so it's going to make it interesting, but in playoffs, people start playing defense, and Dame just doesn't yeah now they've got Lopez they've got and Giannis behind him that helps him out that helps but if you get a point guard that's hot that doesn't help nope uh, it, it, trust me they're gonna struggle defensively more than they ever have and they've been a very good defensive team for years since they had Giannis this is gonna change things for them it also changes things for them down the stretch because Dane can hit a shot and create offense that Giannis that's just not his thing what do you think? Where did Drew Holiday go? That's the bigger deal. Right. Yep. The bigger deal, in my opinion, is that Boston got Drew Holiday. Boston's that puts scary, them, dude. Yeah, they they got rid of a top. bunch of guys, too, on that team, but, though. Okay, let me, let me break this down for you. They lost Marcus Smart. They lost Williams, the Aggie, right. Robert Williams. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good player. Good player, but always injured, and now he's gone. Um, and they replaced, and they lost Malcolm Brogdon. And they replaced those guys with Drew Holiday and uh, Big Boy from New York, Kristaps Porzingis. He used what do you mean, hoo hoo? He's coming off a career year, 22 and 10. He was, uh, the Knicks in the end made the right decision in letting him go. He, he, has, he hasn't been able to stay on the court. He, look, he, he, he stayed on the court last year for the Wizards. He hey. did. And, <laughs> yeah. and he's not their first option. He's about their fourth option. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, in this having... trade, he wasn't involved in the trade, but I'm just saying, Boston got rid of a, a, a couple of pieces there that uh, may hurt them in the long run. I, those, you know, Marcus Smart's one of their, you know, he's, he's one of their their nucleus kind of guys. And they, and, yeah, and, so they swapped out the toughness of Marcus Smart for Drew Holiday. I think so that's a big win for we'll the see. Celtics. Where did to me, they're the odds-on favorite to uh, to win it. Where did Marcus go? Marcus Smart's in Memphis. Okay. So what happened to the Suns? They get rid of their center, and yeah. who did they get? They lost DeAndre Ayton. They took back you, Yusef Nurkic. What'd you call me? <laughs> Yusef Nurkic. And he's arguably Portland just trip. as good as Ayton. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of difference, right? Ayton just, hasn't lived up to the expectations at this point. He's much younger and more talented, but not necessarily much better than Yusef Agreed. Nurkic. Um, and uh, Portland, uh, Portland, excuse me, Phoenix stabilized their bench in this trade. Who'd right? they get? They got Nasir Little from the Portland Trailblazers, and I'm forgetting one more. Oh, Grayson Allen. Uh, yeah. 
total douchebag. <laughs> yeah, total douchebag. 100%. But a guy who spreads the floor. And who, starts fights and acts like a bitch. Yeah, he's kind of a perfect playoff guy for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I, I'll tell you what the best NBA news was that I saw. What's the best? Jimmy Butler's hair. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. He looks like a pimp. So good. I think he's awesome. He looks he's like becoming he came one off of my favorite spin players. off of the Jeffersons. Yeah. Well, what's so funny is those pictures, those are the pictures that are going to be used in Media Day. Me- well, but they're used throughout the year. Yeah. They they like That's wind crazy. up they wind up in the program. I, one thing before we get away from from the Damian Lillard trade. I thought it was interesting, and, and obviously uh, Spurs fans wanted him here in San Antonio. Uh, but he gets traded and he didn't have the Spurs on his list. No, he wasn't included on the list. And you think about this: you, uh, the Spurs have uh, a Lillard new a is, new practice site. Hang on, Damian Lillard is thirty three years old and looking to win a championship okay. in the next two years, okay. three years. I understand. Like huh? He's not. I saw this is what I have. Not a, pr- a prospect for him. This is what I have to sell you. I have a new practice site that looks is uh, outstanding. The fans will never ever boo you. You get to play with the goat. The coach. You get Wembayama, who may be a generational player, maybe the best player we've seen since LeBron. And still, he didn't want to come here. It's just, we're not in his window of winning. We're renovating the Alamo, though. And mind you. (laughs) Thank you, Bob, for that. (laughs) I don't know what the hell that means. And and mind you, he really (laughs) only wanted to go one place. Miami. And then he. No, he gave a list of three teams he he would beat down. He later added Milwaukee and, and, and Brooklyn. But like those teams have a winning window that is more current than the Spurs. The Brooklyn Nets do? I would say so, they actually. Do? Yeah, kind of. They Michael got Bridges. nothing on that team. Michael, no. Michael Bridges is good, man. What do you mean? Mikhail is good, but they don't have it. That's all they have. They don't have much there. They're, they're, not a cha- they're not a championship contender by any stretch. Cam Johnson? I like that team. I like that team huh? a little bit. There you go and, watch them. And, and <laughs> <laughs> did you see Vassell got paid? Yeah, yes, he did. did. Five years, 146. That's uh, a lot become, of money. He he is now the third wheel there because now you have you got Wemby, you have Vassell, and you have um, Pop? Uh, Keldon Johnson. Okay, those are your three main guys on this team. Everybody else is needs to prove himself. But is that is uh, first thing I saw when I when I first thing I thought when I saw that number, I go, holy crap, that's a lot of money that's for this a guy. Lot okay, I was going to ask money. twenty nine a year on your, average. Did your jaw hit the floor when you saw it? Because mine kind of did. I'm not going to lie. And, well, and I, I like want... Devin Vassell. But I went, whoa, that's near $30 million a year. A well, I said, let me, let me see. Maybe, maybe I'm missing something with Vassell. But he does. He did average just about 20 points a game. He averaged four rebounds, four assists. Um, he's a good defensive player. He's and coming I think, off a knee injury. Yeah. and I think, But he, he's getting paid on what he could be. He is also getting paid, and this is really important for Spurs fans to remember, he is getting paid partially on the new contract that will be signed in the NBA and the new salary cap that will exist in the NBA in three years. They're already projecting 30% growth in the NBA's salary cap. You're going to see $30 million contracts for very average players really soon, and this contract is not going to look like the big, you know, balloon that I think we all looked at it originally and thought it was. It's, no, it's it's not because the, the Spurs still, have, at least according to Bobby Marks, they have forty-five to sixty million dollar cap space next season in the off season, and his his cap hold w- went from seventeen point eight million to a little over twenty. It's so it's not a big, a, it's not it's not that big a deal. Yeah. It just looked really large when he took a look at it. Oh my god, really for that guy? And then it's not that big of a deal. And that's the part. It's the for that guy right. part, right? Yeah. Because Vassell has shown us really good stuff. He has shown that he can be an offensive contributor, mm-hmm. not necessarily an offensive fulcrum. He has shown us that he can be a very good NBA defender, not necessarily a lockdown drag out Bruce Bowen type, but really a, a, a very good defender. 30 million bucks for what we've seen from Vassell so far sounds like an overpay. But I'm one of these guys who believes that he's a lot like the guy we were just talking about, Mikel Bridges. 
in in uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> I used to think that Vassell was the cheap, you know, bargain basement dollar store version of Mikael Bridges, and I kind of thought he was. And now Mikael Bridges has a ninety million dollar contract, and Vassell's is one hundred and fifty. Um, it does. It's not as great as as I used to think the comparison was. He's a good three point shooter, good defender, and you hope maybe he turns into the next Kawhi Leonard. That's what you gotta hope for. Yeah, and that plays and actually that actually takes the floor. Yeah, that would yeah help. that plays. Yeah, what absolutely did, right, Rich. What did Jakob Pertle tell you one time at H E B? Oh, Central Market. Central Market. Jakob. So there's, I I wanted to fanboy, but my son's like stop. So I didn't, and I let somebody else go up there, and he said, who's your favorite? Who's the best player on the Spurs? Which is kind of a funny question, but it was from a kid. He said, Vassell's that guy. Yeah. He's a dog. Jakob said it. Well, hey, I, I got to trust him, right? Sure. He knows better than we do. I think in, <laughs> I think in three years we're going to think that this was a pretty good deal that we got him on. I'd love to think that. I hope so. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, yesterday, but honestly, obviously, we don't know shit until we start seeing Wimby play. But holy shit, it's the gonna NBA be fun. He's made of money. Yeah, they I should have practiced harder. Yeah, it, <laughs> you should have been a little bit taller. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's your issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should have practiced harder. <laughs> average salary in the NBA, average nine point seven million. Yeah, and should that, I make more than that? If you if, if if you're a point guard, eleven point eight. What's your what's your takeaway from uh, Spurs Media Day yesterday? Which, by the way, we were banned from. Not banned. I, I did request not banned. I requested the Spurs. I asked them. I said, "Hey, I would be interested in being the representative for the uninhabited. What's the name <laughs> of the show? Uh, the unrestricted. Get it through your freaking subscribing skull. something." Uh, so I, I sent an email to the Spurs. I said, I would like to be the rep for, for the show. To, and they go, you know, wait a minute. Media. Is and this Wally Pasacrita? I'll, I'll get back to you. And, and the they got Wally back to me Pasacrita? and they said, uh, no. Thanks. You're, Thanks. Not, you're not allowed here on media day and you will not get a credential for the season. I was like, okay then. <laughs> did that come as a surprise to you? You did call the Spurs a greedy franchise two weeks in a row. No, no. I, I, I listen. I, I think yes, you did. I think there's plenty of people in San Antonio who are, quote unquote, afraid of me. <laughs> that I that I would say something that uh, you know I might say something that they don't like or that uh, they don't like me because of my my quote-unquote liberal views because obviously we live in a very conservative state of Texas. Well, just because you're gay doesn't mean people don't like you. <laughs> Are you saying that while I'm holding your schlong there? <laughs> I want to be the first one to say schlong? I'm not afraid of you. Okay. I'll I don't, I don't mean in a, in a terroristic way. I'm just, you know. Listen, not everybody likes to... Listen, I know for a fact that uh, a colleague of mine was released from a station because of his political views. So, okay, it happens. You can tell me more about this off air, and then we'll okay. consider it for on air next week. All right, Wrapping super. a bow around the Spurs and Media Day, they also cut Reggie Bullock, which struck me as a little bit odd because I thought Reggie Bullock would be a guy that the Spurs would flip at the deadline for like a second rounder. Thought that he would be a sharpshooter kind of helper off the bench for this team. I just don't think that he nor campaign who both got cut veterans who got cut from this team yeah. before training camp they even, even started. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think that they bought in to playing a role on a young team where pop probably told them, look, the minutes are going to go to the young guys so that they can learn. Right, yeah. the, the the Sohans, the Vassells, the Keldon Johnsons of the world, they're going to get the minutes. We're all trying to learn together. You guys and your veteran presence are nice, but we don't necessarily need it. And both of them went, okay, peace. Do you do you buy into what Pop said yesterday about the fact that this is going to be more about winning than learning? What we than saw winning. what we saw last season. Say that again, because that's not the, what I gathered from his quote. Uh, what I, I gathered, have. what I gathered from his quote was that this season was going to be about learning, um, which is what it was last year, wasn't it? Yes, for sure. They learned to win twenty-two games. 
But I think I think there'll be more of an emphasis on trying to win basketball games this year. And defensively, uh, I mean, one of the guys said that yesterday about you know they're going to be. Uh, I think it was Vassell that made the comment about about defense, and they got a long way to go. This was a, a terrible defensive team, and we'll, we'll see about that. I also thought it was interesting. Pop talked about uh, Wemby about. You know, is he going to be a five? Is he going to be a four? Is he going to be a three? Uh, that's what I said the first time I saw him. I said, what is he? And I don't know if they know what he is yet. In the modern day NBA, the good news is you don't actually have to answer that. I know you don't have a position. You don't have to be a number. But where is he going to? Is he? So he's not. I don't think he's going to have one place where he's going to excel. So he's not going to be a back to the basket guy. He's not going to be a three point shooting guy. So I want to know where is he gonna where is he gonna make his his money? Can I oversimplify and answer sure. that? And this is a little bit of an oversimplification, but it's as good of an answer as I've got for you. Okay, Wimby is a three four on offense, and he's a four five on defense. Okay, okay, that's the best answer I can give you. Well, I, this year is absolutely about learning, but not like last year. It's learning what we have in Wimby. Do we let him play a lot? Do we let him play a little? How do we carve out his space? And then how do we build a team around him? That's right. And what yeah, is he going to do? I agree with that. How, how, do you, that how do you build an offense around this guy, right? How what do you it, build a franchise that's right. around this guy? Yes. All of that is is the big question mark for this season. And the Spurs are going to win about 30 games. I'm telling you right now, they're not going to be good. And I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to be watching the games, and I'll be interested. We're in the minority with that. I know because uh, I, 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 I'm because I think Vegas has them at what thirty two. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and, and, he, and I, that's what I see because the team was really bad a year ago. They were terrible. Spurs fans are much more bullish, but of course they would be, right? We sure. always are. But you look at the West; it's a gauntlet. I mean, there's maybe two teams other than the Spurs that are really truly bad. Um, quickly, baseball, Bob, you're interested. Astros and Rangers. Both moving on to the postseason? Yeah, the Rangers kind of sliding back in and giving it up on a tiebreaker at the end. Eh. If you're a Rangers fan, I think you should be concerned because you're, you're going on the road for that best of three to the Rays' house, and if by some hook or crook you beat the Rays in a best of three, you get to go play the Orioles. Yeah. Orioles are pretty good this year. Yeah. Um. Uh, quickly. So you got the you got the AL wire. You got four games today on this Tuesday. You got Texas and Tampa Bay. These are all the wild card games. So I guess they got because the Mets haven't made the playoffs recently. So they got rid of the one game playoff now. They, they don't do that anymore. Done. It's, yeah. it's it's now a best of three, but okay, you host all three games. If, you, if so, Tampa Bay has the as all three games if if it goes three games. But okay, yeah, interesting. Toronto, Minnesota. Minnesota has never been able to get out of their own way in the playoffs. Arizona and Milwaukee. I'll be interested oh my as God, Milwaukee yeah, loses the, their president the to the stat, Mets yesterday. The stat on the Twins is like 17 games in a row losing streak in the playoffs. Really? Yeah, they, they the keep worst, worst in professional They sports. keep meeting up with the Yankees in the first round, but the Yankees aren't in there, so maybe they got a chance this time around. Um, last baseball note, Tim Wakefield passed away. Did y'all... Were y'all Tim Wakefield guys? No, not really. Oh, I was a huge Wakefield guy. Really? God, I thought he was one of the coolest players in all of baseball. I got two I got two other baseball things. Real quick on Wakefield. Go ahead. I always wanted him on any roster that I was that, that I was a fan of. When he went to the Red Sox, I was I was a fan of that Red Sox roster. And he was a guy that it didn't matter. He could throw on a day's rest, right? Because he's not throwing 90 miles an hour, yep. he was so valuable to pitching staffs. Um, really sad that he died so young of brain cancer. I saw that the baseball announced attendance, 70 million folks this year. That's up 9.6% from a year ago. And the biggest year-to-year increase in the last 30 years. And people continue to talk about how baseball is dead. Uh, I don't I don't quite understand that. Uh, the top three payrolls in baseball, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Padres, all will sit and watch the postseason on television. Mm, and here's cool. here's my here's my dead guy story. Uh, Brooks Robinson yeah. also passed the away this third week. Base- Wait, Brooks Robinson died? Yeah. yeah. I missed that. The third baseman yeah, for the did. Orioles. Of course. Brooks Ro- I have his autograph. He's one of my he's like a hero to me. 
You need a tissue? <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but this really is kind of striking me sad. I'm sorry. Rex Robinson was the best defensive third baseman of, I don't know, the last hundred years. All right, so yeah. this is a little bit long-winded, yep. but, but I got to get because it's, but it's funny. Uh, Scott Van Pelt tweeted this out. He said, when the Orioles played at Memorial Stadium, the PA announcer uh, was named Rex Barney. He said, when a fan made a great, great catch on a foul ball, he'd say, give that fan a contract. At a game with my dad and Brooks fouls off a pitch, dad makes a leaping catch. Everyone cheers. Rex does his thing. I'm over the moon. I got a Brooks Robinson foul ball. Can't believe it. Next day at school, I tell everyone, obviously, after school we have a uh, – we go play catch with the ball. Obviously, I figure I can throw a major league curveball with it. I can't. I throw it low. My friend can't catch it. Now is when I mention we live at the top of a hill. Ball rolls down the street and into the sewer. <laughs> the Brooks ball is gone. I never told my dad when he was alive. I always look up to the sky and at this point and say, sorry about that, Pop. I tell the story decades later at a charity event in Baltimore. Turns out a man at our table did some work with Brooks Robinson. A week later, a box arrives at my house with this and a note. Hope this makes up for the one that got away, Brooks. He sent him a baseball. That's, That's so awesome. Cool. How cool is that? Oh, so God. here, so I saw that story and it made me think of this story. So I'm at a I'm at Shea Stadium in New York for a Met game one afternoon. I'm probably somewhere between 10 and 14 years old. I don't remember exactly so what year So they sucked. They did suck. <laughs> George Foster and the Cincinnati Reds are in town. And I'm pretty sure this was after Foster was a Met. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure it was before Foster was a Met. So whatever year that is. Anyway, uh, uh, batting practice, Foster uh, is in the cage and, and just drills a line drive into the crowd. It hits me square on the knee. I go down like a bag of cement. My father, who is with me, my father runs after the baseball and has no, no regard of whether I'm dead or alive, but makes sure that he got the freaking baseball. Did he say, nice stuff, Wally? You're destined for a career My in radio. father isn't the first one to come see me. It's the, it's the ticket taker guy. <laughs> Sir, son, you okay? Yeah, where's my father? Have anybody seen him? Son, did you your real dad keep the ball? Yes. Okay, son. did he give it to you? Or no? Yes, my father gave me the ball. And, okay. of course, I ended up playing catch with it somewhere. And God knows where that baseball is. But I've, I've been pretty lucky with baseballs. I've caught about four or five of them at baseball games. Well, you didn't catch that one. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, well, I did. I got caught it right on the. In fact, when we when I took my son to the Astros games this summer, uh, I think we caught like three three uh, batting practice home runs. Nice. That's it. If you if you if you ever want to go to the baseball games, go to the Astros games. Make sure you go there either during the uh, go there during a the night game because normally they don't do batting practice during day games. So go to the night game. Get there early as soon as the park opens. Go to the Crawford boxes and just stand there. And just you probably should wear a batting helmet because those home run balls come at you one after another after another. Awesome. And if you don't walk out of there with a baseball, then you're you're probably not very athletic. All right, we got to get out of here. But real quick, I got a few notes that I want to get through. You have high school kids, correct? Um, Hoco, homecoming. That's is that is that this Friday? Yes. Yes. When did it start becoming fucking Hoko? That's a great question. Uh, did you ever call it Hoko? No. Did you ever call it Hoko? No, but I also found out that it was Hoko this week, too. Somebody told me. Yeah. I, I, I don't know when this when terminology came When we were in school, around. it wasn't a big deal. It was exactly the opposite of a big deal. It was for lamos. No one went to the dance. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and but now it's more about football than anything else. Well, in Texas, it? it's always, it's always been about football. Yeah. I mean, homecoming's about football, isn't but, it? Like with the moms and the all yeah. the bullshit, the it's all happening. And the, and the signs that they make, will you go to Hoko with me and stuff? Anyway, My daughter was all weird. dressed up this week and went to the dance. I saw your post on Facebook, and I can't believe she's that old. That blows my mind. 14. Yeah, that blows my mind. Um, Anything else you want to get into quick? Yeah, real quick. Bob and his whole life has gotten turned upside down. Did you know that? I did week? not know that. Yeah, you know. These I mean, uh, this room looks like it's been up yeah, upside down much. a couple of different times. Bob is a one wheel uh, aficionado. Have you seen the people that, you know, it looks like a skateboard, but it has a wheel in the middle? Yes, I saw this story. Okay, go yes. ahead. Yes, and they're recalling all of them, apparently, because it's killing people everywhere. It's killing people that don't wear helmets. 
Okay. I mean, if you if you exceed the limits of your car, you're going to die. Didn't you have a pretty major crash on one? Yeah, I mean, I remember okay. my head bouncing off the rocks. <laughs> but he had a helmet on. But I had a helmet on. All right. You're going to keep doing it, huh? Oh, not, God, yeah. You're not sending yours back. Bob's no, all about no, F the man. No, it's, it's, it's just a firmer update. The headlines make it sound like all the boards are going back. The company's folding. Nope. Firmware update. Board's actually a little faster now, so that's good. All right, you got news and notes, Wally. I see that. I he, see you looking at him. Well, Bob's good thing Bob's not an 85-year-old pilot because uh, apparently you can fly a plane at 85 years old. What? Crashed in, in Leon Springs uh, this past week. That's just outrageous. How does how does an 85-year-old man allowed to fly a freaking plane? I don't Here's, think 85-year-olds should be allowed to drive. They probably shouldn't be allowed to run the country either. I'm not totally against that. I mean, I think at 65, you need to take your driver's test again. I'm with you completely. Yes. I watched yes. my mother and father drive. And then at 65, you got to take your uh, politician test again. Oh, wait, there's not one of those. <laughs> You're a go- you, you a golfer, Richie? Poorly, but yes. Top golf. Good or not? Not for me. I hate it. It's a every, bar. Every time I go there, it sucks. Yeah. This it's to me, bowling is better than top golf. I agree with that. Uh cross them off the sponsor list. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Oh shit, we're broke again. I hate every, I, I hate top golf. Every oh, yeah. time I go to top golf, something goes wrong, and then of course I get the email. Hey, tell us all about your experience at Top and Golf. And I bet you do. You did. don't you don't want to know what I want. Yeah, yeah, sure we do. Okay. Then here it is. And I tell them the truth. One quick thing before we moved on from from Trump and Biden being so damn old. Did you see that Trump said at his rally the other day that he thinks going forward in his administration, should he win, that shoplifters should just be shot? I did not see that. Yes, that the police will have his permission to just shoot shoplifters. If you get the opportunity to listen to everything he said, you would... You would know, just like the rest of us know, that he's a complete asshole. <laughs> Duh. And, and uh, but still, the, good the take, mo- Wally. The most mind-boggling <laughs> thing is that seventy million people voted for this asshole. Yeah. I can't believe it. it. And it was very, it was so satisfying to have late night TV back last night. And I loved every minute of it. And so much the writer cra- strikes over. Yeah. And so much crap comes out of his mouth. I missed the shoplifting comment. Yes, it's, it's kind of like so the, the <laughs> whales let's, let's and forget. the windmills and all that. Not, oh my god, it's hilarious. About two weeks ago, he wanted us to start shooting people who crossed the border illegally. Right now, he wants us to also shoot shoplifters on site. I'm just curious. Does he, he think you ought to be shot for embezzlement of about a billion dollars? Or or no? No, that's totally legal. That's totally different. Okay. Well, New York's attorney general may may see it differently. I mean, well, at least he's a good athlete. He won his club championship again. Yes, right. Shooting a sixty-seven because yeah. he's just a really good athlete. I him, mean, look at him. Him and Kim Jong athlete. Born. I mean, who who hasn't sold a house and been told by the real estate agent, "Hey, this is about a hundred square feet." Big, smaller than you said it was, so we're just going to adjust it. No, he said twenty thousand <laughs> square feet. Twenty? It was twenty thousand square feet off. Yeah, he yeah. said his New York apartment was thirty thousand square feet, and it was ten thousand. Holy God! And I don't think people understand. He's already been convicted of this scam, and now with this trial that's going on now, is just a civil suit to see if, you know how much he's going to have to pay back. You know what I think? And of course, he's not going to pay a dollar back because I think he ought to be shot. <laughs> For all the Secret Service agents that are listening to this podcast, we do not mean that seriously. No, it's, a, it's just a complete lie. This podcast is not sponsored by the Donald Trump tie brand. Did I? T- <laughs> Trump refuels. No, he doesn't. Did I? T- I, I told this you is this. not sponsored by Bed Mister. I told you guys before this, before we started the show. Uh, I, I love being on Twitter. I think Twitter is a great product. Although Elon Musk is is basically screwed with it and uh, and well, almost ruined it, it for a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, so everybody's pretty much familiar with Paige Spiranak, who is a well endowed, beautiful woman. Uh, and has she ever played? Is she? In, she's not a professional no, golfer, right? Not well. I mean, 
Not in the LPGA sense. Okay. No. All right. So, but she she's into golf and stuff like that. So she posts her pictures on on social media all the time, and she's scantily clad. That's all there is to it. <laughs> and so she, before the Ryder Cup started, she posted a picture on Twitter. Uh, with a red, white, and blue bikini that just about covered those big knockers and asked the question, are you rooting for the Europe's or the USA's? And so I retweeted the picture and I said, and I thought to myself, I said, you know, I'm good with this woman because she understands exactly who she is. She's, you know, she makes it very clear. This is, this is what I have. This is what I want you to see. And, and that's it. And so she's very honest about who she is. And that's what I put on the tweet. And then I put hashtag Rackham. Yeah. I never expected her to respond to it, but she did. She responded to my tweet with saying a marketing genius. Which clearly she is, and you know, so am I, frankly, because she, <laughs> she responded to That's my tweet. That's what always comes to my mind when and I my see it. And my tweet got viewed by 1.2 million people. Wow. I go, holy, and it just kept going up. And I go, oh my God. And all of my subsequent tweets after that uh, went up unbelievably. Did you show your knockers? <laughs> no, but I, I probably should. So that makes me, that that's an interesting question. So if she's allowed to do that, then why can't I just pose in my you know my my best leather thong and Don't. post that? Because picture nobody on Twitter, wants no? to see that. Nobody <laughs> wants to see yes. that. Yeah, but how many how many you know how many likes will I get? Ugh. Not one from me. Is there a or negative? Me. Can you get negative? I views think you can get Twitter? civil lawsuits for upset stomachs. <laughs> Involuntary vomit. You know where you won't get an upset stomach? Boy, you always you. bring it back around, don't you, Wally? Make sure, make sure that gets in the title again. Right, Can we Bob? put some Pepto Bismo in there if you start you're posting? Pro- you know what? If that's what your employees want, that's what you'll get <laughs> in your vending machine. Your Twitter because post. it's completely tailored to you and your employees' face. It's a cashless system. It's fantastic. You're gonna love this thing. It's not some old peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's been sitting in a vending machine since I don't know. The turn of uh, whatever, whatever time it was. Uh, office buildings, apartment complexes, gas stations, wherever, hotels, wherever. Funeral parlors. Funeral parlors, exactly right. 210 630 5973. 210 630 5973. It's River City Refuels. You're going to love it. Hey, man. Thanks for joining us this week on the Unrestricted. Like you're you're welcome, Jeff. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having it. me. We'll see you next week. Peace Go out. Cowboys. Go 49ers. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. It feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh-huh. It feel good because you know it's good. Hey, it feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh-huh. It feel good because you know it's good.